Did you know that we can learn something about God by looking up at the sky? Now, that doesn't mean that God is the sky, but that God is present in the mystery and wonder of the vast expanse of the sky, the blue, the clouds, the moon, the stars. In today's message, the second in our series on the seven days of creation, one of our pastors, Justin LaRosa, will give us three ways to connect with God and with each other. And it all centers around the second day of creation, when God created the sky. I'll be back after the sermon to tell you about some next steps that you can take. Is there a song that you know and love that connects you to the sky? If so, post it in the comments or chat section. I posed this question on social media just a few days ago, and I got some really cool songs. And it introduced me to some new music I had not been familiar with. Here's a sampling of some of the diverse responses. For the country lovers who are watching, Willie Nelson's Blue Skies, Dixie Chicks's Wide Open Spaces, and Chris Stapleton's Traveler. Any deadheads out there? Someone said, Sunshine Daydream. Now, for those of you just a bit older than me, perhaps you could connect to Van Morrison's Into the Mystic, or Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World, and Neil Young's Natural Beauty. Now, for the hymn lovers, you'll know all creatures of our God and King, and this is my father's world. For the Gen Xers like me, there's journeys, wheel in the sky, and it keeps on turning, and deep purple, a little bit more obscure, a rainbow in the dark. Now, there aren't any Gen Zers on Facebook, so they didn't respond. So whatever song connects you to the magnificence of the sky, I want you to hold on to it for later in the message. And if you don't know of a song, check out the songs on my Facebook post or the ones that I named here and just do some Googling. You'll find one. Today's message is entitled The Sky. And we continue our march through the exploration of Genesis when God is creating. Day one separates light from dark. And today, God separates the waters from the waters to create the skies. Now, some of your Bibles say heavens. And the Hebrew word, shamayim, is translated both as sky and heavens. Now, our understanding likely differs from that of the ancients. Their biblical worldview said the earth was flat and the land was covered by this massive kind of plexiglass dome. And above that dome was more of those chaotic waters that God separated, which is why we have blue skies. Now, openings in the dome were allowed for the rain to pour through. So on day two, what we just heard, God split the chaotic waters in half. Half were above, created the skies or the heavens, and half were below, I created the seas. You know, my song, every time I hear the, my song that connects me to the sky, it reminds me of a profound moment in my life and an important life lesson, a question that each of us, that you must answer. My song came a very long time ago during a somewhat troubling time in my life. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It was October, 1982, yet I remember it like it was yesterday. I was on my first ever camping trip in the mountains of central Pennsylvania, just near Happy Valley. Now you would think I would have been delighted to get away and fish and camp. I wasn't, I was troubled. I was filled with fear and life for me 
at nine years old was difficult. Home life, to say it nicely, had chaotic waters to navigate. But on the weekends, it was like that dome held them back and I experienced order. Chaos and order is what Genesis is all about. Those who are close to me and people who know about my faith journey, they, they know about my grandparents, Grandpa Russell and Grandma Eva. They had a profound impact on my life and faith. Just about every weekend, I stayed with them. Friday night was spaghetti dinner. I knew what to expect, maybe some coleslaw and whatever ice cream I wanted, which was fantastic. And maybe why I also was a little bit bigger of a kid. Saturday was spent with neighborhood friends and Sunday was mass and then back home. For almost five years, this was my delightful ordered pattern. You know, in a few months before this camping trip, I discovered that my weekend dome was gonna be removed. My grandparents were moving from Pittsburgh to Florida, just up in Spring Hill here at the end of October, which was now just a few weeks away. My respite from those chaotic waters behind the dome would end. It was a chilly night. And after a long day, I retired to my tent to sleep. And I could not stop my mind from running on and on what life would be like in just a few short weeks. So I got up and I went and sat by the fire. It was dimly lit as the last embers were quietly glowing and smoldering. The noise of the forest filled the air and a small battery operated radio was playing. And as I sat there staring at the fire, troubled and scared, I wrestled with a profound question. Can I trust that God and the world are good? That God might be interested in what's going on in my life and my chaos? Now, I suspect you've had moments like these. And if you haven't, you might someday. And some of you are just right here in that space now. When life doesn't make sense, when there's pain and chaos, in your or somebody who you really love's life. And there's lots of questions that are lingering. And perhaps you have pled or are pleading for the chaos to stop, for order to step in, for a dome to go up and protect you. Those feelings consumed me in that moment and I felt profoundly alone. And then something happened. A song happened in the sky, both of which would forever anchor me to this thin space moment. I recognized the familiar picking of the guitar sound from the radio. And it was one of the greatest rock songs of all time, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. And as it played, I noticed a thin trickle of smoke making its way upward. And I followed its trail with my gaze. And what was revealed was an explosion of radiance in the sky, in the Shamayim, in the heavens. You know, there's an ancient poem that talks about creation, Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them, yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. 
Psalm 19 is retelling Genesis 1. Albert Einstein is believed to have said that the single most important decision that any of us will ever make is whether or not to believe that the universe is friendly. That night, I tasted the truth of that scripture. The sky connected me to the divine, to the eternal, but it didn't last. Until I was 22, my life answered Einstein's question differently. I believed and lived like the universe was hostile. And my life produced the results that matched that belief. But even so, that experience planted a seed that said otherwise, a seed that affirmed that God and the universe were benevolent and actually interested in me and us in the world and creation. So what can we do when troubling moments like that come? What are some ways that we can navigate those chaotic waters that surround us, that we can put domes up to protect when we long for order? I want to offer just a few simple things. Look up, look to song, look to Jesus. I really would like you to say it with me. Look up, look to song, look to Jesus. When we are in trouble, our minds don't let up. They relentlessly ruminate on the chaos that is or that will be. They have us look not to the now, not not up, but to the future and all the possible perils that await. So when you find yourself there, take a moment and look up. See God's work in the skies. Just this Tuesday night, my aunt sent this photo via group text to the family. And after receiving it, I went outside and looked up to see what she was looking at, took my dog out. My wife responded to the text saying, I love feeling connected to all of you looking up at the moon. What was pretty cool about that is I kind of forgot about it. I went to my Wednesday morning Joe group and we were discussing this passage. And one guy said, you know, you can connect to others separated by distance by looking up at the sky or the moon. Friends, If you're feeling chaos, I want you to remember you are not alone. There are others who love you. Look up. Secondly, look to song. Play a song that connects you to nature, the skies, or God. Now, every time I hear Stairway to Heaven, I remember that moment. That moment when God proclaimed proclaimed something that I just couldn't yet accept. But eventually, I found it. So find a song or even a scripture that helps you remember, that helps you believe in the possibility that God can order your current chaos for good. There's a song playing for you. Can you hear it? I encourage you to find what it is. And if you found it, play it every day this week. Lastly, look to Jesus. That nine-year-old scared little boy answered the all-important question, differently than the man who stands before you today. While the skies declare God's glory, and I tasted that, it was when I looked for and pursued a relationship with Jesus that I discovered that God could order chaos for good. If you want to discover a life-giving relationship with Jesus, contact us. We'd love to walk with you. Colossians 1 says that Jesus Christ is the image of of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created, 
things in heaven, the skies, and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or power or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Friends, if you have chaos, find Jesus. Can you hear that? Can you hear your song? God has queued it up, ready for you to hear it and believe. Look up, look to song, and look to Jesus. You'll never be the same. Let us pray. God, thank you for the skies. And we humbly ask you to attune our eyes and our ears and our souls and our hearts and our actions to your presence. Help us to experience the reality of your goodness by looking for and finding Jesus. Amen. I thought Justin's wife's reflection that, quote, I love feeling connected to all of you by looking up at the moon was really poignant. It's true that we're all under the same sky. Now that's not some hippy dippy idea that we're just all kumbaya and connected together, but it does give us a sense of our shared humanity. And I think our shared humanity is something that God has given us. Or maybe you're in a season of loneliness and the idea that we're all connected together and that you're not alone can give you a sense of hope. In the notes below are some reflection questions to help you continue processing this content. And if you wanna talk about this message with other people or join us in worship, visit hydeparkumc.org slash next steps to find out more. We'll see you next time.